In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. This is D. Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution here with the 129th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. Here today on the 129th episode, we're going to take a uh, deep dive into the coaching situation in the NFL. The quarterback coaching summit was in town here Monday and today, Tuesday, where a gathering of coaches from around the country were here to get taught uh, some of the issues about being offensive-minded, the quarterback whisperer coach. We saw here in the last coaching hiring uh, cycle where you know co- well, teams went to great lengths to find somebody that could uh, be the quarterback ris- whisperer in the Sean McVay uh, mode. So um, in that process, though, uh, five of the um, – Eight minority head coaches were fired. Only one was hired. And now the league is in a situation where there are four minority head coaches out of 32. And this is put on, this wasn't the first year in a direct response to that. But the second year uh, of this quarterback coaching summit to help coaches throughout the college ranks and uh uh, in the NFL, move over to the offensive side of the ball, or at least be versatile enough to to be able to handle both sides of the ball. Whereas uh, the team owner might say, "Well, hey, we want an offensive guy, a guy like Jim Caldwell has coached offense. Oh, we need a defensive guy. He's coached defense." So. That was one of the things here in the summer. We're going to hear from uh, a few folks here that were uh, speaking. Coach Troy Vincent, the executive uh, NFL executive VP of Football Operations. We have um, we have Jim Caldwell for you here. Doug uh, Doug Williams, the uh, great quarterback, led the Redskins to the Super Bowl. And uh, Urban Meyer, former Ohio State and Florida coach, uh, was part of the panel uh, on on Monday night at the Atlanta Marriott Gateway out by the airport. Uh, they had a panel of uh, GMs and coaches, and then the, today they had a, a, a breakout sessions at Morehouse, where you know one of the one of the things was the video resume and the coaching book that. Uh, you know, coaches should start putting together as they, you know, go throughout their career. And, uh, you know, there are a lot of different things that uh, were talked about to help people in the ranks. And there were about 100 people in the room, including Eric Bieniemy, one of the uh, frequently interviewed candidates last year. And, uh, you know, Garrick McGee, the quarterback coach at Missouri, who had Drew Locke last year, was uh, among the group of uh, more than 100 coaches from around the country that were here in Atlanta to discuss this issue. So without further ado, we're going to get into Troy Vincent, go Jim Caldwell, Doug Williams, and then Rod Graves, the new 
new executive director of the Fritz Pollard Alliance. And then we'll, that's a little long. I might cut that short. Uh, but um, then we'll finish up with Urban Meyer, a little short one. His is a little louder uh, because uh, we were out in the lobby. But, um, you know, I can clarify anything if it doesn't come through as, as good as I uh, hope. But we'll start with Troy Vincent, kind of setting the tone uh, on um, the whole need for this quarterback coaching summit. Uh, you know, what are some of the goals and objectives of the, the quarterback summit? Well, coaching summit, quarterback coaching summit. I, I would say sharing, first and foremost, sharing philosophy, mm-hmm. sharing experience, and what it takes to today. We have to keep in mind that they're all offensive coaches here. Mm-hmm. And. There's aspirations on being an offensive play caller. There's some that are there that are actually coordinators. And we talked about how do I advance in developing a quarterback? Mm-hmm. Then there'll be discussions on, okay, what does that process look like in the hire? Because there are some that are coordinators that are looking to go to that next level. What does that look like mm-hmm. um, at both the collegiate level and the professional level? But more importantly, over the last two years, We've always been challenged with someone saying that there's no talent, there's no pipeline. I've heard that. Mm-hmm. They're assembled here in this room today. Mm-hmm. You, you hear, I, I want to say that's an excuse for not hiring. Where is the talent? Where is the pipeline? Who are they? Well, they're here, and they're all in one place. So let's debunk that myth of they don't exist. They're all assembled here and hoping that some of these names begin to be socialized. Some of these men here have won national championships. They have developed some of the top quarterbacks in the country, but they're not spoke about. So they're all assembled here over the next two days, sharing information, philosophy, hoping that this could could be the beginning of accelerating their their, their long-term goals and aspirations and filling the gap for us at at least the National Football League level. Is it a, um, you know, the scope, will it include X and O's, uh, installation, interviewing? What what is the scope? A little bit of all. You you all, so tomorrow when we go into the actual breakout, the sessions, Mm -hmm. Coach Caldwell will deliver on Mm -hmm. philosophy. Some will not get into real details in it, Danzo, but just more general philosophy um, around owning the quarterback room, developing the coach, developing your staff. So we're hoping that it encompasses all. And these are the things that the owners want to hear when, when they get in interviews with potential candidates? So that's a moving target. Okay. We want to talk about what we've seen, the trend. When we say there's a trend to hire quarterback whispers, mm-hmm. and those individuals who are developing or who have coached the quarterback position or who are play callers, we want to focus in on those tools and those disciplines mm-hmm. of making sure professionally mm-hmm. he has some of those tools in his toolbox as he goes back to his is it his, his, his campus we're back to the club. That was Troy Vincent kind of laying the groundwork for the problem. Uh, wants to debunk the myth of the lack of minority coaching candidates in the coaching pop pipeline. And they're trying to arm these coaches uh, from all over the country with tools. Here is Jim Caldwell. 
formerly of the Detroit Lions, uh, also with the Indianapolis Colts from the Tony Dungy coaching tree. This is the second year. Last year we did it, um, you know, over at Morehouse. They were kind enough to let us use the facility. Jimmy Ray, James Shaq Harris, myself, Pep Hamilton, a few guys that got together and uh, put on the seminar to try and appoint uh, particular guys that are interested in getting into the pipeline of quality control, quarterback coaches, you know, et cetera, because that seems to be the wave at this point in terms of entering the NFL and then having some upper mobility. And, um, like it was a shift for you know uh, why there that folks were looking for defensive guys you know Marvin went uh, Tony, Tony Marvin, Marvin yeah, uh, yeah. Mike absolutely and then you know you were an offensive guy kind of holding it up coming off the Tony staff uh, then Uncle Herm went off the Tony's old Tampa staff but uh, how important is it to dig in deeper to the college ranks since we saw you know that they're willing to go to college ranks if they uh, need to and I see Urban Myers here to yes well I think college has a, a great pool, and a lot of them are unknown. Uh, that's one of the, another reason for this particular conference is to have an opportunity to bring some of those guys in to acquaint them with obviously people that are within the NFL, GMs, uh, you know, guys that, that certainly have uh, head coaches, ex-head coaches that kind of know the role and, and how to enter the NFL. So it's important to indoctrinate them as well. All right, thanks, Coach Caldwell. Appreciate it. Coach Jim Caldwell there. And before we go to Doug Williams, I, just some of the hot names that uh, came out of the meeting last night. DJ Williams, New Orleans Saints, offensive quality control coach. Sean Payton is already grooming him. Pat White is at Alcorn State, the old Miami Dolphins and West Virginia quarterback. They took him kind of high running a spread. He was a little bit before his time. Uh, he's one of the young guys to keep an eye out on. Uh, you know, some of the Jeff Blake's are quarterback consultant out in in, in Austin right now, you know, former Bengals, East Carolina quarterback, uh, you know, those are some of the the young guys that are in the college ranks that are being groomed. Ted White, former Howard quarterback, the uh, offensive coordinator at Prairie View A and M. He's a former Falcons uh, intern. Uh, so, and Garrick McGee, who I mentioned earlier, University of Missouri offensive analyst, uh, is uh, you know those are just this a whole book full of these guys that Ozzy Newsom said he's going to take back to his owner. So when they say there's no pipeline, uh, you know they have these guys who've been working up through the ranks uh, in the college ranks uh, you know there's a big pool of uh, coaches uh, minority coaches in the historically black college ranks that you know can coach so uh, you know they, they're just got to debunk these uh, theories that there's no pipeline so let's go on to Doug Williams the Pro Football Hall of Fame is one of the co-sponsors of this and Doug and uh, James Shaq Harris are the founders of the Pro Black College Football Hall of Fame that's moving to Canton has the uh, ceremony every year here in Atlanta here's Doug Williams executive with the Washington Redskins Quarterback summer here, Doug. How important is this for uh, potential candidates and you know for head coaching jobs moving forward? Well, I think I think what we're doing now is trying to show that it's not about supply as much as it is about demand. Mm -hmm. 
And if you demand one, we got the supplies for you. And I think this is what this summit is all about, let everybody know that they are out there if given the opportunity to come in and coach. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was just talking with Coach Meyer about, the, you know, the college game kind of seeping in. I mean, you know, my daddy used to make me watch the old wing Tifa. That's my <laughs> I know, I know, but I ain't seen nobody run the wing T yet, but they're running a lot of college stuff now. How does that help uh, the possible pool and possible, uh, uh, you know, uh, matriculation into the league? Well, you got a lot of, you're going to have a lot of college coaches here who run the RPOs. Mm-hmm. Uh, that seemed like to be the thing not going into the National Football League is to have that weapon, the RPOs, mm-hmm. to keep the defense off. So you got those guys too, but you also got the guys who can coach traditional football. Mm-hmm. And it is football. You mm-hmm. just, just throw some wrinkles in there. Mm-hmm. And I think the most important thing is to let them know we got guys. All they need is an opportunity mm-hmm. to get, get a chance to coach in the National Football League. Okay, all right. Thanks, Doug. That was Doug Williams with the Washington Redskins wants to, you know, hey, if, uh, you know, there's a demand, we have to supply it. Uh, I'm going to jump. I said I was going to go Rod Graves. I'm going to go Urban Meyer first. Uh, he's a little shorter, and we can spend some time with Rod Graves, who has uh, taken over for John Wooden with the Fritz Pollard Alliance that's been working with the NFL to help it do a better job of identifying uh, minority coaching candidates and helping it do a better job of fulfilling uh, their Rooney rule requirements. But before that, we uh, just a brief uh, interview with Urban Meyer. We were in the lobby, so it's a little loud, uh, but I do have a, a written-out review if it, uh, you know, just to, to sum, uh, summarize our quick talk. Urban Meyer. Meyer said the college game has never been closer to the NFL game. Uh, then I asked him about Dwayne Haskins, the New York Giants draft pick, uh, or excuse me, Washington Redskins draft pick. Folks thought he was going to the Giants, uh, but he said he was the most accurate passer he's ever had. Uh, smart kids going to do well. Only things he just played one year at the Ohio State University. Now let's get into Rod Graves. You all know the name. He was a former general manager of the Arizona Cardinals. He's a architect of that Super Bowl team with, with uh, Kurt Warner and the guys who, uh, you know, actually beat the Falcons in the wild card round on their march to the Super Bowl. Rod has been uh, installed as the new executive director of the Fritz Pollard Alliance, and will carry on there the work of that group in helping the uh, minority coaching candidates uh, get before the right people and garner the necessary skills to coach in the league. Here's Rod Graves. 
Charlotte Alliance needs to focus on is the fairness of the process and uh, to uh, ensure that um, uh, that there's legitimacy in the process. And, and so that means that qualified individuals are being interviewed, not just sham interviews, mm -hmm. uh, that we're getting uh, an opportunity to, to sit down and actually have a fair chance at mm -hmm. getting the jobs. Mm -hmm. Those are the kinds of things that I think we're, we're focused on. We believe that everybody who has worked their way to a level of expertise deserves an opportunity to advance. Mm -hmm. And that's the mission of Fritz Pollard, mm -hmm. is to try to continue to see that the doors are open for our minority candidates mm -hmm. and, and to make sure that the processes are fair and equitable. Mm -hmm. And that's that's where we are. That's the next step that we're mm -hmm. going to take with it. In the quarterback summit here uh, today in Atlanta, yes. uh, is that... How do you feel that can help fulfill that goal, make sure those coaches are in the pipeline? I think that the pipeline and the focus on preparing coaches is critically important to the future of the game, that we should always be prepared mm -hmm. to take that next step and be in position to take the job opportunities that come up, whether they be at the quarterback position or wherever they are on the field. So I look at this type of summit as a modern-day coaching clinic, okay. you know, and, and and uh, it, it's what coaches used to do uh, to, to hone in on the skills and to perfect the talents and, and, and stay in touch. But I think that what Fritz Pollard has to do to build on these type of situations is focus on the owner and decision-making side of the equation, mm -hmm. where when we get opportunities, we just want to make sure that the process is fair and legitimate. And to me, until we make a stake in that area, uh, then all the preparation that we do sometimes can be for naught. Mm -hmm. and, and so uh, our focus has to be on legitimate processes and making sure that the opportunities are fair. Mm -hmm. And the Jets, when you, you saw the, the name come out early, right. it ended up being uh, uh, Joe Douglas. Uh, but did they... Were they inclusive? They were inclusive. Uh, you know, we worked uh, very closely with with the Jets, and and uh, their owner was involved, and uh, uh, high level executives, including the head coach, was involved. Uh, the, the the information that I personally received was that the interview processes were thorough mm -hmm. for each candidate, mm -hmm. and they were fair. Mm -hmm. And even though they ended up going with a candidate uh, that they had a, a previous relationship with, mm -hmm. uh, meaning uh, the head coach uh, had a, a previous relationship. I understand that. Mm -hmm. uh, but we had an opportunity to come in, sit down at the table, and have a thorough mm -hmm. interview process. Those guys gave it their best pitch uh, from talking to the clubs uh, or to the Jets. Um, they were impressed with both. But ended up going with, with uh, Joe Douglas, who uh, I've known for years, and there's no argument uh, against him getting the job because uh, he's a very qualified personnel man. And then I
Well, there it is. We're going to wrap that up. That was uh, Rod Graves uh, discussing the mission statement of the Fritz Pollard Alliance and how they want to work with the teams and the league to ensure their minority hiring practices are inclusive. And he felt the Jets where we talked on. We went on a while. Went on a while with uh, Troy Vincent and Rod, too. Uh, Mr. Graves talked about the Houston situation. They are concerned there. Uh, they did interview two minority candidates. Then the process stalled. So it sounds like they're having uh, some problems on pulling the trigger in Houston with a real bad situation uh, with the EEOC complaint against uh, the former GM, uh, and uh, now they have an opening right there. That's the only one open in the league right now. But just for review here, uh, the last hiring cycle, there's usually seven to eight coaches fired every year. Uh, last year, five of the eight minority head coaches were fired. Uh, one was hired, Brian Flores in Miami. Uh, he'll join Mike Tomlin, Anthony Lynn, and Ron R- Rivera as the, the four minority coaches in 2019. Four out of 32. You do the math there. Uh, but some were concerned that some people were hired, uh, you know, that did not were not as qualified, or there were certainly more qualified candidates out there uh, before them. Matt Lafleur, former Falcons. Uh, uh, quarterback coach Cliff Kingsbury, a losing record in college, and Freddie Hitchens, who's coached uh, in college by Woody McCorvey. Uh, the fire coaches last year were Hugh Jackson, Browns, Todd Bowles, the Jets, Marvin Lewis of the Bengals. That was a mutual departing there. Vance Joseph of the Broncos and Steve Wilkes didn't get a fair shot in Arizona, got one year. A uh, fine coach up uh, in Carolina with the Panthers had some fine defense. Just was in the Super Bowl with his defense two years before. Now he couldn't coach, and uh, Cliff Kingsbury's got that job. On the GM panel, it was Ozzie Newsom, Rick Spielman from the Vikings, Jerry Reese. Who's got two Super Bowl rings? I'm surprised uh, that the the Texans aren't interviewing him. Uh, Chris Greer from Miami, and then Dick Daniels, an NFL consultant. And then on the coaches panels was Marvin Lewis, Jim Caldwell, Hugh Jackson, you know, former Falcons OC here in Atlanta, uh, under Bobby Petrino, and uh, Urban Meyer from the Ohio State University, formerly of the Ohio State University in Florida. Of course, Hugh Jackson made a point. Hey, we didn't win. Yeah, I put Ray Harton in as defensive coordinator, and uh, he had Pep Hamilton as his quarterback coach, but they didn't win. So, uh, you know, you got to be able to win. And uh, Urban Meyer said, hey, you got to be intentional. You got to, uh, you know, uh, work on your weaknesses. He told a story about how he wasn't a very good speaker, so he started reading in church, and then he got more comfortable over time as a speaker. But one of the highlights also was Woody McCorvey who's up at Clemson. Uh, Coach Dabo Sweeney, he talked about his days at Alabama uh, when him and uh, Sylvester Crooms are, are, were in the booth and uh, Sly's calling offense for for uh, Alabama and he's calling defense for Tennessee. So uh, you know those guys came up through the SEC and are helping some of their former players. McCorvey coached Dabo Sweeney and um, there's a fine tribute from Dabo to McCorvey on uh, on on uh, Twitter, I retweeted it early today. But 
Great summit. Uh, good job here from uh, you know the folks at the NFL for you know uh, uh, letting us come in and address some of the issues that are very important in the league moving forward. And uh, you know they had a. Um, you know, great access there. Nothing. Uh, Falcons photographers were there from uh, from Atlanta, so they'll have some um, some photos probably put up on their website. But you know, the key here today was uh, you know the quarterback coaching summit. They want to debunk the myth of their lack of a pipeline for minority coaches. And Doug Williams said, hey, you know, we want to make sure that, uh, you know, there's a, a demand for minority offensive coaches, and they want to make sure that uh, they're able to supply them. So with that, we're going to close out here from the 129th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. We have uh, we put on hold some Matt Ryan for you. We'll get that closer to training camp. We also got uh, a special edition two-parter with Coach Dan Quinn talking about the offense. Then breaks down the defense. And uh, uh, we're going to get into some position-by-position breakdowns, some in-depth ones after the 4th of July. But in the meantime, take care and enjoy the rest of the summer. Hip-hop is a product of black people. It's a product of black song and celebration. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution presents Hip-hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the South. A Southern hip-hop store. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. Everybody wants your rhythm, but they don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip-hop. Atlanta is still the mecca for hip-hop. 50 years. No one can deny. One film. The power of the South now. The South got something to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip-hop. The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC.